0: Sliced apples podcast with Alex and David. two friends. So you know what? I had a change of heart. Oh. We literally seconds before hopping on here, before this oh. recording start, guys. We we're deciding which order we wanted to go in.
1: Oh, jeez. Okay, yeah.
0: And we agreed to starting from the Texans game and then go to from first to last. But I was like, right now, I just said, nah, you know what? I think we should go in reverse order. I think we should talk about the Eagles and Buccaneers first, bro. Because there's a lot of layers to this. One, bro. Just give me my crystal ball. I fucking called it. Mm. Called that shit. Mm. So much so, you probably could have listened to last week. Listen to my take of that from last week's podcast. You would probably think I said it after. It, it would still make sense.
1: Yeah, you, is that so?
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm
2: sure. Um. But,
0: I mean, to fans, if you... Are still in a cave somewhere. Uh, the Eagles lost to the Buccaneers.
1: Yeah, we don't need to. Yeah. Thirty-two
0: to nine.
1: I'm not even like upset about it. I'm just disappointed. Like I'm just. I'm. I'm like. I'll let you go. I'm so disappointed.
0: No, 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 no. You had a good thing going there.
1: I. Our secondary for the Philadelphia Eagles, like Darius Slay and those guys, like I, I really thought James Bradbury. Like I really, I really thought like we had something. You know, I'd have to compare the old roster from the roster that went to the Super Bowl to this year's roster defensively, specifically in the secondary, to see what happened. But I I don't think I've ever witnessed that many missed tackles before like that it was not only total whiffs like you ever play Madden and you press X and you do the dive tackle before you realize you can do hit stick you try and dive tackle people and you just see all these like floundering fish like flying at a running back if you ever seen those videos that was essentially what ended up happening on Monday night and if it wasn't a floundering fish diving at one of the running backs or receivers or Baker in some cases, then it was straight up just terrible angle tackling. Like, did you see that? Did you see how, like, it wasn't even... I don't even want to say they were flat-footed, but when they showed angles live, because I didn't go back and re-watch all the different, you know, scoring plays and things like that, because I honestly couldn't stomach it. But if you watch... They're not flat-footed, the secondary for the Eagles. They just are straight up in a bad position to make a move at the ball carrier and tackle them. like Repeatedly, and not only in the first half, but also in the second half. It was incredible to witness how, I don't expect you to coach your entire secondary or really your entire defense on how to tackle in halftime, but I am expecting some form of adjustment, some form of... Guys, we're not even being aggressive. Guys, we're not even attempting to make tackles on these guys. Like there was no adjustment whatsoever. The only points they scored were in the second quarter, so they were shut out in the second half. Like there was there was never an opportunity. It seemed like that we were feeling like we had control of this game. Like it it truly felt just based on the defenses, uh, like and and really the offense. I mean, because they when
0: has it for for the Eagles it hasn't been like that for like 8 weeks now and that's what i was trying to get you to see like but there's but, one thing to go on like the 49ers when they went on their little losing streak mid season it was it was a little losing streak but it wasn't like what the eagle what was happening in the eagles like they just the ball didn't bounce their way a few times couple bad yeah. games yeah, whatnot. you could still tell yeah, they're talented. They're good. The Eagles, it was just different, dude. Like it was. It, th- th- it was like watching this. All of a sudden, they overnight they become this mediocre team. Like straight up, they just look mediocre.
1: It's not even mediocre, man. It's it's we can't move the ball. <clears throat> I believe we have one first down in the first half. That's it. So we can't move the ball on the offensive side, which is weird. I mean, we didn't have AJ Brown, but it's, everybody else was seemingly healthy. And I know Jalen had that, you know, busted up finger. I get that. This is the NFL. Like, if you're playing, not a lot of excuses, you know?
0: Hey, Eli Manning said on the telecast, the middle finger wasn't really that important in throwing a football.
1: And if it it isn't, I mean, I'm not going to pretend that I know. Eli Manning certainly knows, but I don't. If you take that away from him, it's not like it was, you know, a weight on the side of, oh, this isn't you know, the Eagles' fault. No, this is 100% missed tackles, bad offensive performance. Quite honestly, got beat by the worst team. Like, not the worst with a T, but worse with an E. Worst team. It is just a fact. I mean, it was miserable. I've never watched a game that is professional or college and wondered, like, are we going to make a tackle? Like, is there going to be an opportunity where there's a secondary player in a position to make a tackle and i know he's going to make it because in a lot of cases he wasn't those secondary weren't even in positions to make a tackle And the first people that were like whether it was you know the flat route coverage where they're supposed to the running backs coming around the edge and they're supposed to make that tackle i know they're not making that one like i know they aren't i watched them bounce off it several times so it's more of a matter of is the second guy, like the safety or the deep corner? like is somebody else or the outside line gonna make a play? and it and it wasn't even like they didn't even have the opportunity to make a play because they were never in position to make a play. it was it was unbelievable. I mean, you would you would watch these guys stand there and the offensive player for the buccaneers would give them a little like shoulder shift like shift or something. and like, bro, they're flat footed, like they're not moving. It was, it was like, I mean, I could have gone out there and given them a little shake-shake, and like they would have probably been flat-footed. It was bad, man. That was inexcusable, hard to watch, non-defensible. I mean, it was just a bad, bad game. Props to props the Buccaneers and Baker for capitalizing. I mean, you deserve to win that game, 100%. No,
0: horrible season.
1: Horrible last six weeks. Pretty rough.
0: Like I can't believe it. at one point they were ten and one.
1: Ten and one with I believe a pretty rigorous schedule, actually. Like yes. pretty like pretty solid schedule.
0: And then they lost to the
1: Giants. To the Commanders. They lost the Giants. Well, barely beat know. the Giants again. They played the Giants twice, and that was one of there. Was, that was their one win out of six. Was against the Giants, which they also lost like two weeks prior to the Giants. Which is, come on guys, come on.
0: I've never seen a game like, you know, these big games we kind of especially if you're gambling. You know, you haven't you're creating this idea, this vision of how the game's going to go. This game more so than any other game that I've like okay, this is how this might go. This one went exactly as I saw it. Wow. Mistake like,
1: Oh wow! Like
0: yeah, dude. I'm. I am not kidding you when I said last week I wasn't just like being dumb or anything. I really thought the Eagles just the rut they have been in is horrific, and they weren't gonna get out of it. And that's not. And it wasn't just gonna. Oh, yeah. all of a sudden click on like oh we. Be, especially when you go against a master mega like Todd Bowles, bro. He had. He had the Eagles doing dance doing dances because they just happy feet they 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 couldn't go anywhere bro it was just like they couldn't just sit still there was never any time for jalen hurts to sit there nope every time it's like as soon as you snap the ball the defense was on your ass yep game in and game out and it's funny because you talk about that one drive in the second quarter that they scored the touchdown on missed the field extra point lol seriously Um, Literally, the two biggest plays in that drive. Um, the one there was one play to Devontae Smith downfield, and then, uh, the, yeah,
1: it was the uh, the post route downfield,
0: I believe. The and then the touchdown,
1: um, and the touchdown, which was the Dallas Goddard. Great yeah. play design, by the way. Terrible play design up until that play. Like, finally, an easy little like, flat route for him to throw. Well,
0: well here's the thing, dude. Those were the only two plays that I saw and accounted for that the Buccaneers did not blitz. And I was like, is it a coincidence that the one the couple times in this game so far, they only sent four. You know, deep shot, Devontae Smith, da da da. Dude. So they were just like, all right, we're just gonna keep dialing it up. They played four three, they're bait or their three four. I don't know if they're three four, but they played their base defense no matter what. They're pretty Mm. much like me on Madden, you know. You, I, I just, I play off of the base defense. I don't try to really switch it up to nickel or dime, bringing the extra DB. They played their basic four three, their base defense the whole game, no matter how many receivers were out there, and they just took turns of like, all right, who who wants to go? Who wants to blitz this time? I'll go. I'll go. All right, you get the next one. All right, boom, just blitz, blitz, blitz. And you never knew where they were coming from. One time I saw one of the D tackles pull out to cover the flat. So I was like, oh, shit, this man really just, Todd Bowles just wilding out here. Just leaving your defensive tackle, putting them in the flat, in the zone flat? Come on, bro. Um, so absolute master class. And then the defense, come on. Defense has been sus all year, even when they went on their 10-1 and run. Um, so I didn't expect them to be able to slow down uh Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. They have a solid offense. Baker Mayfield, as long as he's not fucking up, turning the ball over, he he's in good hands. He has good people around him. They have good play calling. They're they're a solid team. They are a very solid team and got lucky that they drew the Eagles in the first round to kind of dilly dally do. And
1: um, I'm impressed, like with their season, the Buccaneers' season. Like, who would have thought the year after Tom Brady retires that they would be nine and eight and win in the wild card round, and go to the divisional round? Like
0: Baker Mayfield,
1: this is a four or five win team. Like, this is a huge season for them. Huge season, similar to the Texans, which we'll talk about later. But uh,
0: I would crap. have to disagree. I, I would have to disagree.
1: The year after. Uh, the year after Tom Brady re- retires, really.
0: Yeah, but you got to think they still have all those pieces, dude. The thing people were, were downing was the Baker aspect of it.
1: Yeah, but – But I Baker
0: mean, turned out to play pretty well. And when they
1: went 21, they won in 2021-22 season, I think. It wasn't last year. It was the year before. So, I mean, you're dealing with, like, two-year-old pieces from a championship team. It's not the same.
0: I'm just saying they just have the talent all around. They still have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rashad White. On defense, they have uh, Winfield Jr. They got uh, number 45, got linebacker, forgot his name. Yeah, uh, I, I think Sha- Sha- I think Barrett's still there. Uh, Vita Vea. Dude, they, they still got a squad. And, you know, if Todd Bowles could keep pulling off these defensive – master classes which is funny to see that hey you know what's funny it, I was in the middle of watching that slaughter i was like nice. yo this is the same defense that cj stroud carved up earlier in the year
1: mm. i think levante david was the levante david, david yes yeah, 54 um, 54 and
0: white devin white
1: devin, devin white. white thank you that was the one i was i was just, he's
0: 45
1: yeah that was the one i was losing my mind over a couple of years <laughs> I was
0: like, no wonder you kind of just like, a, hey. um, but yeah, yeah. E, uh, Buccaneers, Eagles, they just honestly the biggest downfall within a season I've ever seen. Um
1: Yeah, it was all in front of them. I mean, truly, it it seemed like. I mean, it's really hard to repeat, like, let alone, I mean, win the championship, let alone go back to the Super Bowl. I mean, so any any given Sunday, right? Like, that's what they say. So, or in this case, any given Monday. So, I mean, I'm I'm not, I'm just disappointed in the last six weeks and how this went. And I think to kind of parallel this, I'm with you on the fact that, like, I wasn't confident going into this game but i i felt like the eagles were the better team like that's what i felt like so and that that could be the bias in me speaking who knows but i did feel like they were the better team so it wasn't surprising that they lost but a a team that we will talk about that was surprising that they lost was the the uh dallas cowboys that was very surprising if you want to segue to that I don't have anything. I don't want to talk about the Eagles anymore. I'm fucking over it. We lost. Steelers
0: we lost. versus Buffalo Bills.
1: Oh, you want to skip to the Bills? You got to give your Josh Allen bit. How about this, huh? Josh there, it's Allen. Not a skip.
0: It's going backwards, dude. Okay, okay. With the we're, program.
1: I'm Read with the program you. I'm with you. With I was going to give you the opportunity to skip out on the fact that Josh Allen won a playoff game. Granted... Look, his problem
0: there. isn't winning playoff games. Okay. He's won playoff games before. But... I mean, it's the Steelers. Like I mean, what what Yeah, it's not a for- Crowther- it's not really a formidable opponent.
1: They went up 21-0 in the first half. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, and it's
0: eventually became a 7-point game. So eventually, yeah. <laughs> Steelers almost had the back door cover for me, but no. Um yeah, I mean, it was a good game by the Bills. Um, That's it. That's all. Pittsburgh had Pittsburgh had some very early bad turnovers. The Pickens fumble. Yeah. Um, I think there was an interception. There was another turnover somewhere.
1: Yeah, there was an interception. Yeah.
0: Interception. Yeah. So they kind of shot themselves in the foot very early and uh, just couldn't overcome it on the road against Buffalo. Josh Allen played great. Um surprisingly didn't fuck it up.
1: Yeah, this but. is classic better team wins. Classic. Better team wins.
0: Yeah, I will say uh Joe Brady has has been doing a better job of taking the load off of Josh Allen in the offense. That's a nice way of saying it. Um i really see it is this man's gonna fuck up so don't give him give him as minimal opportunities (laughs) for that to happen
1: you're such a hater i love it so you gotta hand
0: that thing off to cook
1: james cook is cooking he is he is chefing it up right now so i would I would be passing it off to him, too. I mean, Josh Allen had, what, a 52-yard run for a tutty? So that's
0: dude, that cool. was – I feel – dude, it's hard being – def- it's hard playing defense in the NFL nowadays because he literally, like, I think the series before, they got a flag, Steelers got a flag because he last-minute kind of slid and the guy was already going to hit him. And it wasn't really that hard of a hit, but, you know, got the flag, the late hit on the quarterback, whatever. And so this series is going on. And then this play happens where he does kind of like where he's going to fake slide. So they all kind of give up and then Yo, he just, and, he zoop,
2: it. Yeah.
0: and then, zoop. and so it's like, man, I, I couldn't think nothing but feel for those guys. I'm like, man, if it was a regular, like running back, he wouldn't have made it because they were, they would have hit, hit him. But since the whole situation happened, the series before, they're on edge and i i was wondering when that was gonna happen i feel like why doesn't it happen more in the nfl like if i was a quarterback every time in the wide open i'm i'm fake sliding and then making you think well they, oh, they removed
1: that you know the kenny pickett rule you know that right the pittsburgh kenny pickett he did the fake slide and then stood up and they made it a college rule like they like immediately after they're like okay this is not gonna fly we can't have people fake sliding and yeah, that's just too much of a cheat code. So the, I'm assuming it's also rule in the NFL. But I'm curious, just a random tangent from this. I feel like the, all the protections that go into the quarterback position nowadays is going to allow quarterbacks to play for a longer period of time, thus kind of uh, stagnating like the the pipeline of quarterbacks going into the league. So we're gonna have like in about five years an insane amount of competition because you're gonna have people like Josh Allen competing against people like Caleb Williams. And so you're going to be in a position where it's like, well, Josh Allen is a seven-year vet, but Caleb, almost like the Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love, except Aaron Rodgers is, is, let's say, 32 years old. It's like you sit there and you go, okay, we've got a healthy, like, 30-year-old who does an incredible job, let's say Josh Allen, but we drafted two years ago Caleb Williams, who's coming up, and Caleb Williams won the Heisman, Caleb Williams. So I'm curious, like in five years with all these rules that are coming in, if there's going to be like buildings that have top five overall picks and then a franchise quarterback, because it's like, okay, if you're the Buffalo bills and you have a top five pick this year, like you, you got to take Caleb Williams, that kind of scenario. You know what I mean? Like, you know, replace the names and the teams, but there will be a time where it's like, you're sitting there and you have a franchise quarterback and you have to take this guy because it's a Trevor Lawrence or an Arch Manning or a, whoever and you have to take him because it's just one of those guys and then you have all the rules so you create this like internal quarterback controversy because the old guys that would have had a broken collarbone or broken leg or something by now because they played in league for eight years they don't have that anymore because they're not getting hit and then you got these young guys that are coming like it could be really interesting in about five years what do you think do you think it's gonna come to that or do you think there's always gonna be like a surplus of quarterbacks coming in like there's always going to be a starter never a question
0: did you not see what just happened? you just described the whole Joe Flacco situation bro
1: Joe Flacco's old though he's like what 37 39 39 okay so what is so what do you mean by Joe Flacco because they have Deshaun Watson so you're saying like they're going to draft a quarterback and then there's gonna be a competition between
0: Honestly, I have no idea. I, I kind of was following you, but then you lost me a long time ago. And
1: what I mean is, okay, let me let me read it was just it short I, So, like if you have somebody who's not sliding, like Josh Allen, right? Okay, He's not sliding. He's not going to get hit. In old football, he would get hit. You you start stacking yes. up those injuries, you get injured. You draft another quarterback to replace. Oh, him.
0: you're saying their their longevity is going to be yes. more longevity because so there's going to
1: be game. quarterbacks in the building that can replace you, but you're not unhealthy, you're not performing badly. Like quarter, do you think
0: quarter, would- quarterbacks back in the day weren't even getting hit like that. I mean, it was harder, yes, but it wasn't because none of them were op- running in the open field besides Michael Vick. Um, we're running in the open field like that back in the day because they knew they would get hit.
1: But to push back on that, if you stand in the pocket, you get hit by a 350-pound guy. If you run, you get hit by a 215-pound guy. So...
0: I don't know. I, I would be more... The 300-pound guy, you're, you're just standing there, bro. Bro,
1: but you get the upper and the lower. That's how they did it in the old days. They hit you low and they hit you high, and so they tabletop you. That's what they would do.
0: I mean if they could get It was him. just a
1: random tangent, but I was just curious. This should be something that we can like look forward to in the future years.
0: Yeah. Um back to the main thing. Um, yeah. We'll see how we'll really see how Josh Allen does next week or this upcoming week against old Patty.
1: What do you my think? boy. You got an early early prediction. We're going to have to pick him anyway, so you got an early prediction. Bills Chiefs or you want to save it till the end of the Let's podcast for the two fans?
0: Let's save it for later.
1: Let's save it. All right, lead the way, we'll Captain. Circle, we'll
0: circle back. Um, so, yeah, we had that game. Bills beat the Steelers a, a lot to something. A they won by, like, 14 points.
1: Yeah, a lot to a little.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, Sunday night. The best game of the whole weekend.
1: Game of the weekend, yeah.
0: The only one that was actually close. Yep. The Rams versus the Lions.
2: The Rams fall just short. 24 to 23. Um,
0: Lions finally win their first playoff game since before you and I were born. That's right. That's right. Hey, Got that like. (laughs) Um. Honestly, that's wild. I thought we were in, like, down deep depression over here as Texans, but, I mean, we won a playoff game in 2019. We're not that far removed, bro. They've been since 1991,
1: bro. Yeah, I got to see who the longest playoff drought is now because I forgot.
0: It's uh, it's somebody that played.
1: Um. Okay, so it's the Jets. Longest playoff drought. Is 2010 AFC Championship 13 seasons ago that went to the AFC Championship game? Broncos not- would be second. That was eight years ago though, so it's a five-year difference.
0: So wait, the long now the longest drought. The Lions were the longest drought.
1: Yeah, and playoff. I believe playoff uh, appearances. Let me see if I can find where it's like playoff yeah. wins.
0: Yeah, it's it's different. Um. Cause this was their first playoff win since 1991.
1: So it's the Miami dolphins.
0: Yeah. The last
1: playoff game win was 2000 AFC wildcard. And then the Raiders at the 2002 AFC championship commanders, jets, bears, Cardinals, Panthers, Broncos, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, the dolphins. How about that? 2000 bro, been 23 years, 24 years. That's crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. But yeah, great game. Um, Dude, Matt Stafford still got it, bro.
1: Oh, dog.
0: He'd be slinging the shit out of that ball. Dog. I swear, dude. Uh, he's not put up there enough when you're talking about Mahomes, Josh Allen, like those quarterbacks. He, he, he needs to go right up there, bro.
1: Just some, I mean, some credit to him. He was the first guy in the modern era, meaning I would say the last 20, 25 years that really kind of put the sidearm, no look like throw on the map. Like he was that, that was him in Detroit with Calvin Johnson. He
0: didn't, like, he was the first to do it. He wasn't the one to put it on the map. Patrick Mahomes put it. Well, on the map. okay. But that. But Stafford had been doing it. Yes. But nobody really, paid attention because he's white.
1: Well, also because it's Detroit. I don't think it's, it's his skin color. Cause I mean, what is Patty? Is Patty <laughs> black? Is Patty white? Is he mixed? I mean, what do we consider Patty? Maybe you should ask him. Yeah, it's like who claims him. So anyway, Matthew Stafford though, I mean, he was he was the first guy in the modern era, at least in my memory, who's kind of doing the no look, the sidearm, the lean, the off the off angle throws. I think is what they technically call it. And I love him, dude. I love Stafford. I used to watch him when he was. My dad went uh, lived in Detroit, so I used to watch Calvin Johnson him all the time growing up.
0: Oh, big Michigan guy. I forgot.
1: Big Michigan guy. Huge Big Ten guy. Huge.
0: Huge Michigan Wolverine guy.
1: Oh, no, no, no. <laughs>
0: I blue. caught him
1: in 4K. No, 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 no. Bad, um, bad blue.
0: But, yeah, that was a great game um, down to the
1: wire. And... Dude, how about this? Jared Goff gets the ball left with, what, four minutes left? And we've all been there, especially as Aggies, dude, this year, where we're like, just two first downs. Just get two first downs. I Don't let him touch the ball. Just two first downs. And he fucking did it and he fucking did it and i was so happy for the whole lions fan base because those are the moments i know as an aggie and then texan that it's like oh you're asking us you to get two first downs with four minutes left in the game like oh we're probably gonna punt and they're gonna you have might as
0: well run. ask you might as well ask for like fucking yeah let's climb can you climb mount everest yeah, yeah sure
1: you know like But he did it. He did it. And I was I I was cheering just as loudly during that drive as I probably was the entire Texans game. Probably. I was very, very happy that I mean, it was a full story, a full circle thing for Jared Goff, especially, dude. I love Dan Campbell at the end. You're good enough for Detroit, Jared Goff. Like, I would love that. I think that's awesome. Everybody wants to experience that. Everybody's been rejected. And then be told it's like you're good enough dude that's the ultimate feeling so good for Jared Goff good for Detroit I love it I want them to win the Super Bowl honestly like I want them to go all the way I know they won't but I want them to
0: yeah, <laughs> um speaking of the Dolphins honestly, I forgot they played bro that's how much I deleted it out of my memory the Dolphins and the Chiefs man
1: you skipping a game you're really gonna skip the game
0: I didn't skip a game bro
1: Packers Cowboys
0: Oh, dang, I really deleted them out of my memory, even though I was so happy, bro.
1: I have never been happier watching a football game. Actually, well, the 72, uh, 74-72, the overtime game, was not happiness, that was stress. This was pure and utter joy. I
0: Okay, okay, okay. Let's put the hating aside now. Hate aside. Uh, Seriously. Um... Green Bay came into Dallas and gave him a
1: good bro, old ass whooping. Put bro. it on, like, up, bro. Put it on. Uh, up.
0: I don't know. Somebody needs to check if Jordan, if that was Aaron Rodgers playing in Jordan Love's body or something like in his uniform. They duped us.
1: Off platform, little back foot throws, like forty. Oh, it's nasty, dude. He dude, was. He, he, he
0: has he has a mean fadeaway, bro. Bro, he has a mean absurd. fadeaway. Um. Dude, just domination all around. I mean, in a blink of an eye, freaking, it was like fourteen zero.
1: Yeah. Uh, twenty-seven to seven going into
0: half. Once again, Dallas, the Cowboys do. You know, I, I was starting to doubt the cycle a little bit. I, I was starting to doubt it a little bit. Be like, you know what?
1: You okay?
0: Right. I was like, man, I don't know about
1: this year, man.
0: See, the Cowboys fans had me fooled, bro. They had, they had me, me thinking. They had, they they had me, had me thinking this was the year.
1: Bro, they had me fooled last year, bro. I was thinking last year. I was like, "Whoa, They do have a good team. Van Ness snack. A-
0: and then they start getting ransacked. I'm like, oh shit! This is the. This is the. Like, this is the epitome. This is. If I had to summarize. The Cowboys, the
2: last 20-something years.
0: It is this game right here. Like, it, this game is... It, it's exactly what it is, bro. Like, that was it. It doesn't get any better than that.
1: It doesn't, especially I as mean, an Eagles fan. With it, all was, you- it was the night before our loss, but it was just so great. It was like Christmas Eve going to sleep. Waking up Christmas morning, getting a bunch of coal, but it didn't matter because Christmas Eve was all presents.
0: Like with all the different ways they lost in the years past, you know, where the mismanagement of the timeouts and stuff, or the clock ran out on them trying to spike the ball. And
1: the Dez, the Dez miss. Dez
0: catch. It's like, yo, there's something going on here. And, I'll say uh, it
1: again. I'm sorry I keep interrupting, but I will say it again because I keep saying this, and everybody laughs at me when I say this. The Dallas Cowboys will win a Super Bowl when Jerry Jones dies. And that's not anything like Jerry Jones is a bad man or anything. Jerry Jones is too involved. There's too much pressure. There's just too much Jerry. I love Jerry. I wish we could get more Jerry. But as far as inside the Cowboys facility, too much Jerry, bro. It, they will win a Super Bowl when he passes.
0: But what is wrong? What it? What has Jerry done wrong?
1: Uh, the fact that he's the owner, the president, the uh, which is also the operation. Hold on, hold on, hold on.
0: Do they or do they not have one of the best rosters in the league?
1: They do have one of the best rosters, but their coaching staff, their their head coach, Dan Quinn's a great D coordinator. He's gonna be gone. But hold like, on.
0: Flag on the fucking play. Are you? You're about to slander Mike McCarthy right now. Yes. Right after saying Dan Quinn's a great defensive coordinator, after that, whatever, you know, earlier we talked about Todd Bowles being a mastermind.
1: Okay.
0: Look at the opposite of that. And that was Dan Quinn.
1: Okay. That's fair. I'm I'm... against
0: the Green Bay Packers. That's it. Why? They are running the ball down their throat and he's playing 5-6 DBs. Dude, what is wrong with
1: you? I'm I'm you're right I'm wrong 100%. I was going based off of the uh the the record they were going to break at the beginning of last year and then also just how dominant they've been in general, but it's purely based on the roster and the personnel. It's not the coaching. So I'm with you 100%. You're right I'm wrong. The reason I'm saying that the Dallas Cowboys will not win a championship until Jerry Jones dies is Mike McCarthy is essentially a puppet in a sense to Jerry Jones. Like there is not going to be a, this is why the bill Belichick thing is so interesting to me because it would require Jerry Jones relinquishing so much power and control over the organization that he currently has to an outsider that doesn't necessarily want to want to run it the exact way that he runs it now i'm going to mess up the names but during the 90s when they had their coaching you know rotation i believe it was jimmy johnson that won all the Super Bowls, if i remember correctly the one before that i believe was bill parcells and i believe bill parcells and him had some success however there was some actually i'm messing it up already jimmy johnson was the one that struggled to get on the same page and i'm gonna you have to fact check me on this 100%. But Jimmy Johnson was the one that struggled to get on the same page as Jerry Jones, and that caused him to not have a job anymore. So There's many
0: things I will do in this lifetime. One of them is I will never... Fact check me? Not fact check me. I will never (laughs) look up Cowboys history. Okay. Why why do I care about Cowboys? That was the history. Why?
2: Big kahoot. Look,
0: there's something, there, there. it's deeper than we can analyze. I think there's something mental that comes along with playing for the Cowboys. Maybe being America's team, quote unquote America's team, it's just too big of a burden for some people. And maybe that's what Jerry Jones is missing instead of trying to get, like, these high-quality, high-talent individuals, I mean, yes, you want guys with talent, but maybe you should start, like, mentally seeing if they're built for this. Like, there's some people that just, they're not built for it, and then there's some people that just, there's the Tom Brady's of the world that are just, like, ice cold. And I just think, if you're going to play for the Dallas Cowboys, you you can't have people that are not ice cold because, I mean, you're playing on prime time every week. Yeah. You know, talked about, you know. Do you
1: think it's a player issue? I want to real quick put a cap on this. Tom Landry, the coach from 1960 to 88, I believe Jerry bought the team. In um, that time range, late in that time range, Jimmy Johnson coached 89 to 93, and it was Barry Switzer, followed by Chan Gailey, Dave Campo, and then Bill Parcells. Uh, Bill Parcells was in 03, Barry Switzer finished in 97. But anyway, I, you think it's more of a, a player thing, like it's too big for the moment, essentially, which... That's kind of what I'm, like, getting at, though, when it comes to Jerry Jones and, like, creating – like, just this this aura, like you were saying, America's team. Like, there is an immense amount of pressure around that. Like, the number one franchise in the NFL. That's – some people aren't built for that. And I I lean on the coaching, man. Like, I, I just think Mike McCarthy is not the guy that's going to win another Super Bowl. Like, at least with Jerry Jones. Like, I just don't see it. Like, it just – I just don't see it, and I could see Bill Belichick. Like it would be a weird. The only thing I couldn't see Bill Belichick is like the, just the back and forth of Jerry. Like I wouldn't know how that would go. So, I think they should move on from Mike. Though you don't think they should move on from him? you? Think it's a personnel issue, like a like a player issue?
0: Yeah, I don't know. And honestly, I don't care. Keep him in there. I love this clown show. I, I will it. happily watch it every year. I love it. I mean, don't change a thing.
1: I love how they get excited every year. And we all know what the result will be. And, you know, sometimes, like, you're right, like this year and, like, last year for me, like, sometimes we question it. Sometimes we think, like, maybe this isn't a predetermined thing. Maybe the Cowboys will win a playoff game. Maybe the Cowboys will go to – I was legitimately worried, actually, this year. Like, last week that they were going to win and go to Super Bowl. Like, I was worried that I was going to have to deal with that. But, lo and behold, every year, bro, like Christmas, they fucking show up every year.
0: It's like your fantasy team fucking like shows up. Every year. <laughs> um, But Green Bay, dude, Jordan Love. Jordan Love's the real deal, man. I'll, oh. I'll tell you that much. I don't know where he's been kind of high, been low-key kind of hibernating throughout the year, but.
1: Dude, he's got this, like, just, like. That like, fadeaway, bro. Kind of got this little, like. And he kind of, he he flicks it real like clean and quick, dude. He throws it just like Aaron. I said it actually. I'll give credit to myself. I said it before the broadcaster, like five ten seconds before the broadcaster. After one of his sources was like, "Dude, that looks just like Aaron Rodgers. Like that looks exactly like him." <laughs> and then sure as shit, the commentator, of the broadcaster was like, "Who does that remind us of?" I was like, "Aaron Rodgers." I was like, "Bro, yeah, it does. Like when you watch him, especially when he's getting like." Pressure from the front, and he's got, like you're saying, that fadeaway. It's pretty similar, bro. It's crazy. It's kind of nice, bro. He got that nice spiral on him, bro. it, bro. Kind of,
0: you know, Jordan Love, uh, Matt LaFleur, too. A lot of credit to Matt LaFleur. Dude. Oh. Um, yeah, man. Just cra- crazy how stuff happens any given wild, super wild card weekend.
1: It was. But the
0: upset was not in store for the Miami Dolphins um, against the Kansas City Chiefs. As we know, the Dolphins cannot win in sub-freezing temperatures.
1: Damn. Yeah, this was the Peacock game. This was the Peacock game. Did you end up getting Peacock?
0: So, yeah. (laughs) But but it's only because my card, my credit card, had an offer. Uh, where it would reimburse me for a Peacock subscription.
1: Oh, and so
0: shit. I said, perfect timing. I kind of want to watch this game. Fuck it. And then I'll cancel it right after. And then you pay me back.
1: Works. I caught it the next morning. They they aired it on Interphone Network the next morning, so I caught it.
0: That's yeah. hilarious.
1: Yeah. No, I figured I was like, you know what? I'll just wait. And I did. And I caught it. How about that helmet piece? That was like the big the big video that came out of this video. The helmet piece that came off Patty during yeah. that. That was crazy, bro.
0: Yeah, but uh I don't know, man. Them, the Dolphins Dolphins they they were a weird team this year. They were a very weird team. They were a team that, you know, they had it all the they had it. They had it. They had the firepower, the innovative coach. I just – I can't really put a finger on why they could not perform well against good teams.
1: I mean, let's give credit where credit's due, man. In the wild card weekend, they were playing the reigning champs. I mean, that's that's a tough team to draw on the first weekend of the
0: playoffs. But but –
1: that's I get it. You got to beat the best to be the best. I get it. Like, I get no,
0: it. No, no. The thing is, they did it to themselves. They literally lost to the Bills the week before and gave up home f- a home field for the first first week.
1: Yeah, and then, I mean, they lost to the Ravens the week before that. And they gave up 50 Yeah, seven.
0: but all they needed to do was they could have lost that. They could have beat the – all they needed to do was I'm, beat the Bills. Yeah. They would have won.
1: I'm saying momentum-wise, they were not – it was not favored. I believe – Because I, they were
0: playing good teams.
1: Yeah. What do you think? I mean... And, and,
0: and You know what? Looking back at it, that Dolphins versus Cowboys game was pretty much battle of the frauds. Yeah. Both could not beat a winning team to save their life. Yeah. So it just established, you know, they're both frauds. It's just Dallas was more of a loser than Miami.
1: I didn't watch enough Dolphins to have like a full opinion on what were, really went wrong with their season, but if I had to guess which I will guess I kind of feel like Tua is a one trick pony when it comes to Tyreek bro, like you kind of lean on Tyreek a little bit more than you should you know, like if you don't if you're if you're kind of forming your game plan or forming like your pass game around one receiver, like that's that's tough, man. It's like it's taken away from you. I mean, Tua, I think there's still questions out on Tua. Like, I still the, think that the, there's. The,
0: problem, the problem is the offense. <clears throat> I think the problem is the offense. I think for the mastermind that Mike McDaniel is, you got to understand his offense is predicated on mixing up the defense, hoping the defense messes up. And then, bam, you got somebody open because of the motion and lack of communication on the defensive side, whatnot. And if you watch their games, their plays are based off of like, okay, this is what, no matter what the defense is playing, when we make this motion, like this is what I expect to do. And this is what I expect Mm. to be open. This Tyreek, like kind of slot, you know, streak or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he does it. Like, it's just instinct. He's like, set, hut, one, two, and then... But the thing is, it's not... Once you start playing those good teams, the defenses, they start figuring shit out, bro. Mm-hmm. They're not going to let that shit slide over and over again. And mm-hmm. I just feel like that's where... I, I just feel like it's not an offense where Tua is sitting there reading the defense like, okay, um, so... We we got an inside run, but they got seven men in the box. I'm gonna check out, check out, you know, Omaha, whatever. Lower like Z right, Z X. Like, I don't see any of that in him. I don't see him adjusting, uh, uh, protection up front when he sees a blitz. I don't see him change. I don't see any of that. Like, it's just pretty much, it's like blindly when you're a casual Madden player. You are going on the coach suggestions and you're picking the play that you think looks cool, that looks good, you could do something with. And then you just run it and mm. try to make the best out of it.
1: Mm.
0: Instead of okay, I'm gonna pick this play, but I'm I'm gonna see what the defense is in. Oh, what is the defense playing? Oh, okay, let me adjust let me adjust my play real quick. Maybe let me do a motion, okay, they're man-to-man, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I think that's what Tua lacks. And uh, I think that's what the, Mike McDaniel's offense kind of, uh, I guess it hides that aspect of Tua's game.
1: Yeah. I mean, playing in the freezing cold didn't help them at all either. <laughs> so it, it changes the way you play your game plan, everything about it. So the fact that what you just described combined with the cold weather, it just doesn't meet well for the Mike McDaniels game plan for this. So no wonder they only put up one tutty and the Chiefs uh, ran them out of the building with 26. So right where they should be back in the AFC Divisional.
0: But most importantly, the game that started off Super Wildcard Weekend. Yes, sir. Cleveland Browns versus Houston Texans. Houston mm. Texans, Talk the Houston Texans, mm. who is now Texas Texas's team. Mm-hmm. Cowboys might be America's team, but the Texans are Texas team.
1: Damn sure it's in the name, sir. Uh, it's
0: just, it, it's a crazy thing to witness, especially it being our team. Um, yes, sir, it, it's kind of like a. Uh, you don't really see this too much from football per se, but it's like in basketball or baseball where you know you have the you have a long season and whatnot. but there's just those teams that just start clicking right at the end, rolling into playoffs. and next to you know, they're just they could they somehow groove their way to like the championship game to the conference championship game and what I oh, just man, that was
1: real bro. It's a real thing. Just off
0: of like, hey, we're we're starting dude, dude, I feel like the Texans are barely starting to like, oh shit. Like this is what we can do. This is what we're
1: about. Dude Tank Dell's hurt right now. Like
0: like that's... they they are realizing Yeah. Oh shit. Like this is what works for us. And that's fucking scary. Cause
1: how does he do that? Uh, that move they do that. It's so sick. What is it? Yeah, it's yeah. so sick. I love it. <laughs> CJ and Tank Dell like touchdown where they like. Yeah, it's. I don't know what they do, but it's so sick.
2: So
0: in this game, I was a little worried at first. It was starting to look out a sh- look like a shootout, the first quarter and a half. And then C.J. Stroud just turned it on, bro. Um, had three touchdowns. Tied tied the playoff record for a rookie in the first half. Did that shit in the first half, three tuds. And the defense, bro. Forcing pick sixes, two pick sixes.
1: Back to back.
0: Back to back. And just ultimately... Stingley junior shutting down amari cooper like it this team that that was a straight up just savage game especially when this team beat your asses 4 weeks ago
2: 3 4 weeks ago that that's they took it to another level and
0: Crazy thing is, they're, they're, it's rare you get to see a team in football like, are still getting better into the playoffs. This is more of something in baseball, you will see. Because usually if you're not already rolling, you're not getting into the playoffs. And
2: I'm very curious... As to how far this could take them, because I, I feel
0: like they're too dumb and too naive for like it actually works out for them, because they're those naive kids that they're like, man, I could beat anybody, bro. Yeah, like, you
1: don't know what you don't know. I don't yeah. care.
0: I don't care who you are, and just with that attitude, they could fuck around to the Super Bowl, bro. Yeah, and I, I'm. I it's just it's gonna be very interesting to see, um, how we match up against the Ravens, how the game goes, because it. It's almost like full circle. It's kind of mm-hmm. beautiful in a way. Week one was against the Ravens, so I was like, okay. This is where we were at at this point of the season. Divisional round playoff game against the Ravens now let's just say they end up beating the Ravens 35 26 this is how far we literally it's a direct measurement of how far they've come yeah so that it's kind of crazy
1: it's 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 beyond crazy I mean, they always talk about with rookies that come in, it's like the longest season because they're playing college and they play the bowl season and they go to the draft stuff and then they get drafted and then there's off season and then training camp and then they go into the preseason and then full season. It's like a nonstop two-year football period. And here is CJ Stroud in January of 2024. And he is playing. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, no, it's nothing. Like, he's like 10-year vet. Like, oh, this is... It's another Sunday. Go to the grocery store. It's no big deal. I was so happy when they drafted Derek Stingley. I remember I said that, I think, earlier in the year. And somebody had some backlash to me about it, uh, just based on his performance. But I knew coming out of LSU, bro, that dude's a dog. I love Stingley. I hated playing against him. Um,
2: Dude, it's CJ Stroud. And... The crazy thing is, I don't know if this is,
0: like, ring the bell too soon, but, dude, I'm already seeing that Brady effect that he has. Like, literally, where, like, the defense, like, you hear the players, like, on the defensive side, Petrie and them, talk about C.J. Stroud, like, their game is better because they, they know they have stroud on the other side like if they're gonna get points they got that dude on the other side so they could play their game how they want to play
1: um you think you win a playoff game uh by enough if if there's two quarterback stat lines because you put in the backup quarterback because you're beating them so bad you think you think you win a playoff game you know by enough points i mean we were up 24 to 14 going into half, and then we poured on another 21 in the second half and shut them out. That's this is not normal for the Houston Texans. This is not like even in the seasons where we were up 24 or whatever on the Chiefs, like not normal, not normal to do this. To go in, like if you remember when we talked about this last week, it was a 50 50 game. Like the ESPN, when I look at ESPN, whenever we do this, 50 50, the pie chart. Directly down the center. And to beat them by 31 points. It's not 50-50, dude. That's like a 95 to 5. Like that is that is what you would expect. The Kansas City Chiefs were playing the Jets. Like that's what the line. 31 points. It's crazy, dude. I I I said last week, if you gave me the option, because it's a 50-50 game, it's a it's a coin flip. CJ Stroud or Joe Flacco, who am I taking? I'm taking CJ Stroud because I thought eventually. Joe Flacco's playing incredible. It's going to be what it's going to be. If he goes on that Ravens run like he did when they won the Super Bowl, then it's going to be a great story. But I was betting on the fact that he didn't, or he wasn't going to. And sure shit, he showed up. Finally, 39-year-old Joe Flacco coming off the couch, what, 10 weeks ago? Finally, he showed up. So my money is on C.J. Stroud. Going into the Ravens, bro, I'll tell you right now, I'm picking the Texans. Like, I'm picking the Texans. I don't know Why? But if you told me that the Texans have no chance, I would just respond, we have C.J. Stroud. Like, we have C.J. Stroud, dude. There's no other quarterback, and I agree with you on the Tom Brady comparison because of that level of impact he has on the team. It's like there's no other quarterback in the league, maybe Patrick Mahomes, that you look at and go, two-minute drill, down seven, got to have it, no question. Like, C.J. Stroud is now one of those guys. He's literally done that. In what 18 games? He's he has proven to me from the point when I sat there on draft night and we drafted CJ Stroud, I was out of the bar and I remember everybody cheering. I sat there, and I was like, What the fuck? Like, why did we draft this guy? Because well, I thought to fucking myself
0: listen to Brett over there.
1: Well, I thought to myself, Ohio State quarterback, as an Aggie, we already don't like Ohio State because they took our spot a couple years ago in the playoffs. But that's aside from the skill metric. There's, we looked at it, dude. There was not a successful Ohio state quarterback in the last 25 years, like a long-term franchise, successful Ohio state quarterback that you could sit there and go, yeah, that's, that's a guy. So I was sitting there like, I don't know, man, another Ohio state guy. Like we really have to take this guy. I was so on the negative fence, so on the negative fence. And here I am 18 games later. And we're talking about, yeah, he has the impact that Tom Brady has on his team. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Texans over the Ravens because I'm a fan. I'm biased. But also, if you ask me why, fucking CJ Stroud, dude. I mean, tell me why not.
2: I'm I'm just
0: excited, bro. I'm pumped, I'm, dude. I, I want to. Uh,
1: dude. This team can get don't, so don't. much better. They're not Don't deep. let us
0: get to an AFC championship game, bro. They're not deep Don't in the running us. back
1: position. Tank Dell is injured, they're not deep in the wide receiver core. Like, this, this team can get so much better. The defense is pretty good. I'm not sure on all the positions they need to sure up, but as far as offensive pieces, bro, like we can sign one major dude. CJ Stroud's gonna bring a huge free agent, it's just a matter of who, dude. As a dude, huge, Rockets
0: I, I've been fan, scheming, as a, bro.
1: As a Rockets and a Texans fan, we have never never even with james harden draft like pulled a huge free agent i remember when lebron was a free agent and we were talking about him miami and there was a small a real small rumor of him coming to visit houston and seeing like maybe feel it out dude i got so excited because we've never if you think about it david dwight howard james harden that's it cp3 Okay, when what he's thirty four and he lasted two seasons with us on a two. First career. of
0: all, hindsight's always twenty twenty. At the time, Dwight Howard was one of the biggest free agents, bro.
1: He was, he was. But I would say, like, when have we had a player that we look at and we go, "That guy will like like a LeBron, like or Tom Brady, like it will draw free agents, like people who, who? want to play with this guy."
0: What? Has been the last free agency signing in the NBA that made you go like,
1: damn. Probably Kevin Durant to the Warriors. Maybe the Suns. I mean, they happen all the time. I mean, that was the that was the last one where I dropped my phone because I read it and I dropped my phone. That was the last one that was like Anywho. Damn. I've been
0: scheming. I've been scheming about who the Texans could get with that large ass salary cap they're gonna have. Okay. I think for show sure, gotta get the boy Mike Evans. You get a Mike Evans in there, ooh, it's game over. Um,
2: Mike He's Evans. Uh, yeah. Uh,
1: we have Mike dude. Evans, Nico, John Matchy, and then Tank. Dalton Schultz, I don't know how long his contract is. But yeah. really, the running backs, bro. Like I know there are a dime a dozen, like dozen. Go hold on, to-
0: hold on, hold on. I actually, I love Devin Sing- Singletary. I think Devin Singletary is perfect for our offense.
2: I don't want. I don't want to change him.
1: You don't have to change him. I'm just trying to see. Yeah, this is the Devin Singletary from Buffalo. Yeah. So I mean, this is this is his fifth year. So how many years you want to ride that, brother? I mean, he's not. He Z. keeps. I,
0: he's not. But that's probably a good thing.
1: No, I just mean like a super, like Zeke was <laughs> Ohio State. He was the guy for years and years. And you rode Zeke until the Cowboys did until it was, it didn't work anymore. Like it didn't make sense. So he, I, I'm I, saying Devin Singletary isn't Zeke.
0: I'm just saying, remember at the start of the season, Damian Pierce was our yeah. starting running back. There's yeah. a reason he only gets like three snaps a game now. It's because De- Devin Singletary is that fucking good. Slept on, low-key. Okay. I'll I'm not saying words, he's but... over here like, uh, you know, he's not Saquon Barkley or uh, Alvin Kamara or Austin Christian Act McCaffrey Act. or anything. It's like, I'm just saying for I'm pretty sure what the price we're paying for him. Yeah. It, it, it's solid. I I wouldn't even want to change that. Like I don't want to. I'd rather you. spend. I'd rather spend money elsewhere.
1: I'm with you 100. Yeah, you don't want to spend it on the running back room. That's for sure.
0: Not not when you got somebody like Singletary, you're getting like beautiful, pretty penny. But um, this
1: is this this roster has got a great foundational piece pieces, and I mean, yeah, if they if they. Even if they lose this coming weekend, like, divisional round this year? They were, I mean, it was. we could check the Vegas odds, but what was it, four and a half, five and a half? Like, what was the over-under for the win total on the Texans this year? Come on.
0: All right, all right. Here you go. I'm just going to name off a list of potential free agents coming up this oh, year. Oh,
1: here we go. Let's start dreaming.
0: Chris Jones. Okay. Uh, Kirk Cousins, but, nance yeah, it's Kirk Cousins. Josh Allen from the Jacksonville Jaguars edge okay. rusher. Yeah. T. Higgins. Okay. Uh, Brian Burns, edge it- from the Matabuke from the Ravens, defensive yeah. tackle. Chris Wil- Christian Wilkin Wilkins. Okay. Uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. Yeah. Legarius Sneed. Okay. Chiefs. They're gonna have to re sign him. Michael Pittman Jr.
1: Pittman, they'll re-sign him. Mike Evans. That one I, will be the most interesting one, I think. Where's he from? He's from Galveston. So that, that one yeah. could work. That's what I'm saying. So I'm like, you know? You know? Yeah, that, that one could work. Like I'm so proud of them. I mean, from the total swing from the Easter Bunny days last year to this, oh, my gosh. Even JJ on Pat McAfee was making fun of, of Easter Bunny. He was so he didn't like say his name or he didn't like, but he did make a mention. He was like, there is you know one particular individual that is no longer involved in the organization that when he left, like things got better. Like he alluded to that essentially. It was so funny. Pat was yelling, do you mean Easter Bee? He's like, I'm not gonna name any names. But that individual's no longer with the Texans.
0: So you're taking the Texans over the Ravens. 100%. Me too. I'm going to ride it. Love it. I'm going to ride it because...
1: What are our odds right here? I just... Nine and a half. God. <laughs> yeah.
0: Nine and a half underdogs, bro. Nine and a half points of underdogs. So, I'm taking that. I'll, I'll tell you right now, I'll be taking that plus nine and
1: a half. Yeah, 100%.
0: Straight to the bank. Um, I just hope...
2: If we do lose, if
0: that it's competitive, like it's to the very end. Not one of those first of all, just because the super wildcard weekend was such blowouts. Yeah. Let's get some of these close games going, you know? Um but it's gonna be interesting because if the Texans do end up winning, CJ Stroud ultimately becomes like that ice cold killer motherfucker. Yeah. And Lamar is down in the fucking dumps. You're down there. You suck, bud. Can't get it done in the playoffs. It's going to be sad because I I've turned it. I've turned my attitude towards Lamar Jackson around. I I really like him. I think he's done a great job this year. Love that. And in a way, that's why it's going to be suck. It's why it's going to suck to see CJ Stroud do his thing against them. Absolutely tear him up. All right, um, other divisional matchup in the AFC. The Chiefs visiting the Bills. Patty Mahomes, first non-home playoff game, bro. His first road playoff game. This is his first ever. Dude, he's played every playoff game. When have you seen, just dig in your memory right now, Patrick Mahomes play on the road in the playoffs. It's
1: not there. never happened. Interesting. That is something to weigh into our pick, is it not? Yeah.
0: I don't know. I've never seen it before.
1: Uh, Temperature is gonna be about twenty there. It Looks like overcast.
0: Dude, it's it's the Chiefs. It, there, there's no. It's yeah, just I as cold. It's just as cold in Kansas City as it is in Buffalo.
1: If it's snowing or. and whatnot, they're gonna be throwing the ball as much. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't look like it's gonna be. It's, it doesn't look like it's gonna snow a crazy amount three to six inches, so shouldn't be that big of a impact um i I think
2: chiefs are gonna win this um
0: buffalo is starting to get very thin on on their defense keep having guys go down left and right and chiefs defense did i just say chiefs defense or bills defense bills okay bills and then you got, on the other hand, you got the Chiefs defense, their defense is carrying the team. And this is a team that has Patrick Mahomes at
2: quarterback. So, if
0: the defense comes out rocking and rolling, I could see a quick deficit faced by the bills in which they'll kind of come back. But then, what I'm trying to get to is, the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes are gonna force the game into Josh Allen's hands. And that's where prime time Josh Allen will reveal himself. Just wait for it. So I'm taking the Chiefs. Um I don't want to see both either of these teams in the playoffs. Yeah. But if I'm keeping it a buck,
2: Chiefs got the Bills, bro.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm leaning that way. I'm looking at the previous years because they lost, the Bills lost in overtime. In, this would be two years ago. Um, would have been the divisional or the championship round. And then two regular season wins for the Bills, one being uh, December of this, this last year and then October the year before. Because I feel like one of those things where it's like if you start stacking up losses against the same team like especially at the same time of the year it's just a matter of time before you're gonna flip the you know flip the switch and win but i don't see that trend here um patrick mahomes being on the road for the first time prime time on sunday in a playoff game at home feels like a career kind of game for Josh Allen, like a gotta need to must win it kind of game for his career. Um, yeah. I think I'm going to ride with the bills. Like, I think, I think I am the bills. Yeah. I think I, this is just one of those games that I'm, I'm betting on Josh Allen and I'm betting on Josh Allen's career really like, cause this is one of those games that if he doesn't win this one and he won lost one, two years ago against them, like this is the Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson. This is the Charles Barkley, Michael Jordan. This is like you just reach the immovable object and you will never pass. So that's and he's already
0: oh oh for two.
1: Yeah, in playoffs, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. This is this is kind of the the last two regular seasons he's won, but regular seasons don't mean anything in this conversation. So yeah, I gotta I gotta just take it because if he goes 0-3, then I won't ever pick him in anything again. Uh, but I gotta think he's gonna he's gonna win this one at home. Patrick Mahomes' first road game, yeah. We've had questions about the Chiefs all year, like their receiving core dropping passes. Like it's just, I can convince myself of the Bills winning this game. Believe me. <laughs> Whether they're going to or not, I don't know. Nah, the Chiefs got it. Um, Bills defense won't be able to hold up. We'll see. It'll be a good matchup regardless. It'll be a good game regardless. Yes.
0: On the NFC, we got 49ers versus Packers. I'm just going to say I think the Packers are winning, bud.
1: Oh, wow. No, I'm i I'm, that I'm JK. I'm done. Okay. No, I was going to say, I'm picking the 49ers heavy here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. This is going to be it, the it, opposite of last week for, for Jordan Love. This is going to be very uncomfortable.
0: I think this is actually going to be Fairly close game. Mm, I don't know. I mean, it I'm you terrible. gotta understand it's the it's the Shanahan disciples battling. You got Kyle Shanahan versus his former protege, Matt LaFleur.
1: Yeah. I, I, I'm what? I smell a blowout.
0: Was he under Kyle Shanahan or Mike? Dad?
1: Yeah, under Mike. He, play, he he coached on the on the Redskins with uh with Mike Shanahan along with Sean McVay. And Mike McDaniel's crazy.
0: Anywho, um, yeah. So it's gonna, you know, Shanahan disciples there. It's gonna be interesting to see them go back and forth because you best believe they are. And um,
2: yeah, I think that's gonna that's gonna create a game that's much closer than people expect.
1: No. Nah, this is, this is 49ers. This is, this I mean, they're going to win.
0: 49ers are going to win, it's but gonna, it's going to be a lot closer than people expect.
1: Uh, 17 points. Yeah. I'm I, thinking
0: it's I, crazy. 49ers aren't going to win by more than seven points.
1: All right. Seven and 17. We have it there. Yeah. 49ers. Easy win. Buccaneers-Lions. Who would have thought? If you asked somebody like five years ago, Buccaneers and Lions in the divisional round, probably the two largest poverty franchises five years ago.
0: Yeah, just throwing the Browns in there.
1: Yeah, seriously. Buccaneers-Lions. I mean, you already know. I'm riding MCDC all day, bro. Riding that train. Let's go.
0: Yeah. I think ultimately the Lions will scratch out a win.
2: Um, the Bucks kind of have this—I
0: uh, don't know—this kind of swag going on. This—you uh, yeah. y- could tell. I feel like the whole the team as a whole has taken on that Baker Mayf- Mayfield like I've been counted out mentality.
1: Yeah,
0: and you could see that, and it's it's pretty cool, but the Lions are much talent They're They're the Lions talent itself is going to edge them with the dub in this game.
1: It's one of those team of destiny stories, you know, it's lions, Texans, team of destiny kind of thing. Like you want, you want to believe it for as long as it is true until it isn't. So that's, that's where I lie with the Bro, It's
0: so weird. I have no expectations for this game this weekend.
1: Um, the Texans or the Lions?
0: Yeah, Texans. Like, I, I, I have. Like, you feel like I should be like, oh, yeah, he's going to win. He's going to win. I, I'm just kind of like, I'm just ready to go. I'm just ready to play. Maybe that's how C.J. Stroud feels like, you know what I'm saying? He just like, whatever happens, happens. I'm just ready to play. That's how I feel.
1: Yeah, I'm ready to play. I got to tell you a story. It's completely different from football. Did we wrap up? We wrapped up football. Yeah. Yeah. So. A couple of friends and I got together. You know, one of them, Michael, he's been on the podcast a few times. Um, and some other buddies got together because Michael had been pushing this thing. For uh, a couple months now, he reached out in a group message with all of us and goes, anybody else curious what their 40 yard dash time is? And. I kind of paused. I was like, I mean, kind of. I was never like a fast guy. The fastest I ever ran a 40-yard dash was like 145 pounds soaking wet. I ran a five flat. That was the fastest I've ever run. Not very fast. Still like decent, right? I never broke five. I really wanted to at one point, but just I didn't put in the work, wasn't in the cards, that kind of thing. Um, Well, we, we actually got out there this past weekend, and we ran. And, uh, there was three of us and, uh, your boy was the winner, by the way, your boy ran the fastest time, which I was an underdog of all underdogs. Never. Nobody ever mentioned my name. People made fun of me because of the ACL surgery and all that. But your boy got out there and ran a five, three, ran a five, three, 27 years old. Not bad after not training, bro. Not bad. You did the best five, three, bro. Not bad. I'm quick with it, bro. Five three is not crazy fast, but keep in mind, no training. I don't do any cardio. And I just went out there, did about 40 minutes of stretching <laughs> and just let it loose over three races. And five three was the fastest. Yeah. I won. I won by point one too. It was really funny because my buddy ran it and he ran a five four, like five four two or something like that. And uh, and I was like, all right, bet. Because my first one I ran was like a five six. And so slow and, uh, cause my ultimate goal was like under five, five. I was like, just be under five, five. Like if you can be under five, five, that's, that's good enough for a lay person. Like it's fine. And, um, yeah, I got up there after you ran the five, four and I ran the five, three. I was like, what's up with it? What's up with it? Hand time. Keep in mind hand time. So could be quicker. could be slower. I felt like I was moving though. I felt like it could have been a crisp, like four, eight, five. <laughs> I can't
0: believe you're on here
1: celebrating a 5-3-40. You hey, I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying, let's get you out there on the line. See what you and, run. Uh, I was going to say, seven, we're, we're,
0: y'all seven. were, I was like, when you said you won with, when you said you did the fastest, I was like, okay. What do you think? My my man actually, like, pulled a 4-8. A 4-8? This man
1: over here, bro. You understand, ago. like, you understand forgot, how fast four eight, right. eight is. Do you understand how fast four eight is? That's so fast for like a lay person, dude. I sell insurance, like, <laughs> bro.
0: I don't need a stretch, and I'm four nine on a oh, bad day.
1: Your little legs aren't carrying you. <Quit>. We did actually. Michael did pull muscle. He like started to run one, and he pulled. He didn't fucking stretch enough. He straight up pulled like a groin muscle. It was hilarious. It was like, of course, oh no, fucking didn't stretch enough. Oh but no, old he heads. Anyway, I thought that was kind of funny.
0: It was kind of it's kind of funny actually because uh, me sister is high school soccer right now, but like on travel teams and all that. Like oh, legit, for real. like all right. yeah, like for real, for real. And I think it was when we were over there for Christmas. Uh one of the days. I was just like, We're we just shooting the shit. Next thing I'm like, bro, let's go race right now. Like <laughs> and she kinda just looked at me like, Okay, old man, like you're you're not you're not about to <laughs> what, you're you're not serious. And I was like, Bro, I'm for real. Let's go. Let's race.
1: For real, for real, let's line it up. I'll strap them all right now. Let's fucking tie these up.
0: I was like, let's go outside right now. We're not doing anything. I was like, all right. We established a race from here to here. Smoked her, bro. Smoked her. (laughs) I'm glad you're
1: celebrating being a 14-year-old girl in a race.
0: (laughs) 15. But I will say, though,
2: I will say,
0: I was gassed, bro. That was the difference between <laughs> us. She was fine. She just like, that was just like a normal stroll for her. For yeah. me, I was <laughs> yeah, bro. like, for 10 minutes, like,
1: <sighs> yeah. Hey, y'all
0: got y'all had some water? Yeah.
1: Bro, it, I. Now that was the difference. <laughs> I, Dude, I was laying down after every single sprint. I was just like, <laughs> And what's funny is I took all those videos I was going to use for the video I was telling you about and in all of them, I'm like setting up the camera and you can hear me (sighs) breathing super heavy into the camera because I just got done running. (laughs) So everyone, it's it's obnoxiously loud too. Every video is obnoxiously loud with me breathing. It's funny. So anyway, kind of defeats the purpose, but it, it is what it is. We'll figure it out. That was fun though. We got anything else? Any other trending? topics anything else no we're at the home stretch we got football this weekend and two fans in order to find us every thursday sliced apples pod sliced apples podcast um and uh yeah it's everything i got this time so we'll see you next time